Studios. This, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first After 9 in like 41 hours. It's been so long. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I forget how to do this. Well, it's funny because somebody asked us yesterday on Twitter, Hey, what's the deal? How come there was no podcast? And we both gave the right answer, but they were different answers. I know. I, I they're both, they're both true. Yeah, they were both legit. Yeah, we did have a meeting and we had technical issues. And the reason we couldn't redo what had been fucked up in the first place is because we had a meeting immediately afterwards. Bingo. So, sorry, everybody. We are back on track. And before we get into the magical content to wow you for the next half hour or so, thank you to everybody who's been tagging us in their year-end Spotify rap. Everybody knows what that is, right? Spotify does like a year end. Here's what you've been listening to the most yeah. this year. They call it their wrapped and every streaming platform or every platform really has their own version of the best ofs or the, you know, most watched uh, wrapped is Spotify's. And that's the most popular streaming service for us in terms of podcasting. So we're seeing most of that. But thank you guys. You guys are t- you feel free to tag us in that. We love it. I'll share it. Yeah, I'll share some of them, too. Uh, I think to share, do, you, do they have to have an open profile? You, you ha- can't share if they're locked, I'm not right? sure. That's a good question. I know you for sure you got a tag. I'm not. You might have to also have an open profile. So if you're private, you won't be able to. But maybe we can screenshot you or something like that. Love that. Okay, let's get right to it here because we've left you waiting for far too long. Um, Pfizer's vaccine. This is Pfizer and BioNTech has now been approved in the U.K., Needles start going in arms tomorrow, cat. Okay, remind me the Pfizer one. The Pfizer one is one uh, one needle? No, this is the one that needs oh. to be stored at like oh. minus 70 okay. Celsius, okay. and it's a two-shot dose. Gotcha. This one works off of, there's three different kinds of vaccines. And, and I'm not trying to say this like an expert, because I just learned this myself. I watched Coronavirus Explained on Netflix. There's, I think, three full episodes in there. One of them is on vaccines. And they explain there's three different kinds of vaccines out there, three different ways that you can do it. One of them is taking some of the virus and injecting it into somebody, and then their body learns to fight it off. And that's like the common flu shot. Am Am I correct there where the common flu shot is usually injecting that flu, that strain that they believe will be the most prominent into your arm or strains, plural? That sounds right to me. Okay. Uh, They say conventional vaccines, the antigen is a piece of the virus injected into the body. Upon recognizing the antigen, the immune system produces specific antibodies in preparation for the next time the body encounters that same bacteria or virus. Or there's an mRNA vaccine. The mRNA is injected into the body and enters the cells, where it provides instructions or a map, if you will, to produce the antigens. The cell then presents the antigens to the immune system, preparing the body to fight the virus. So as far as I know, you're not injecting actual virus into yourself with the Pfizer one. The reason you should watch that coronavirus explained vaccine episode it's only half an hour long but it's such good info they explain why they can get that one done so quickly people are asking well they just rushed this out and vaccines are supposed to take 10 or 20 years and it's not safe and and i get it i totally get it i felt the same way until i did a little bit of learning on this and this particular vaccine because it's an mrna vaccine was a lot faster to develop they were also much further ahead of the game because they had unlimited funding. 
every government in the world was spending money like crazy to try and get this vaccine developed. So funding wasn't an issue. It's a different type of vaccine. And the third point on this is they learned a lot about coronaviruses in studying SARS and in studying H1N1. So they were able to take most of the work they'd done preparing vaccines for those and apply it to COVID-19. All in all, I'm going to get the shot. Okay. I think that uh, hearing that that's available just makes me want to get it even more. I'm disappointed that we're going to have to wait so long here in Canada. I mean, they're literally going to start vaccinating people in the UK tomorrow. Mm -hmm. America will likely start on Monday. We may start in January, but it looks more like March at the earliest that Canadians are going to start getting vaccinated. The prime minister was quite right the other day, last week, actually, when he said they hope to have half the country vaccinated by next September. It's just going to take us a little while longer unless we can get some of the Canadian drug makers to buy the license or however it works and start producing the vaccine here. Then we could have everybody done nice and early and we can all go to Jays games and Leafs games again and stuff like that. We can start booking concerts, start flying again. I'm right. curious to see, though, if they make you have the vaccine. Yeah. Ontario, some, yeah. Ontario's already said it will not be mandatory. But yes. there's some room for interpretation there, right? Like maybe it won't be mandatory, but are you going to be excluded from certain things if you don't have it? That's exactly it. And it's funny. I was interested. I was listening to a very interesting interview with uh, a lawyer on this and, and our rights in terms of that. And how about workplace rights? What if your workplace said, hey, you got to get the vaccine or you can't work for us? Uh-huh. Yeah. Basically, that trumps in in on your rights you can't say no to that if you're put in a position the only but is is if you're working from home you're working remotely there's no way that they can force you to do it but if you do work in a job where let's say um arenas do open and those who are vaccinated can see your concert do you work in that arena you got to get a shot too so Mm. in that case yeah you have to and and there's nothing you can really fight for it because they are giving you the option to not work there (laughs) basically it's either take the shot or don't work there which i found really interesting now, this is all brand new for everybody, so things can change. The government can intervene on those, but so far, that's what it looks like. I'm just trying to figure out what I would take the shots for. Traveling is a big one, right? I mean, yeah. we all look forward to the next time we can travel, and all signs are pointing to you got to show proof of vaccination before you hop on that plane. How do you feel about that? Yeah, you know, I mean, they're talking about a digital vaccination report. And maybe it would just get attached to your passport. Maybe it would be a separate card, although the last thing we need is another Yeah, please, God, no. Nothing physical. Maybe it would go on to your Nexus or your driver's license. I'm really not sure how they could give you proof, digital proof, of being vaccinated. But, yeah, I can kind of see a time where it's just going to be one of those things where – Uh, We don't have a cure for COVID-19, so you need to be vaccinated or you're going to get excluded. And I don't know if that's right ethically, but I also worry about the spread. Uh, Yeah, I mean, me personally, I want to travel. I want to go to events. I'm sick of my fucking mask. I want to do what I used to do. And if all I have to do is hold up uh, my OHIP card and a reader can say, yes, he's been vaccinated. Okay, cool. No mask. Come on right. in. Sit and watch uh, watch the Aerosmith Like concert. normal again. Right. Yeah. Then I'm doing it. I- I'm going to get it. I-, I don't want any more of this fucking around. And I want it quick. I'm- I've done my research. I'm good with what they said. 
nearest I can tell the side effects are all fairly common side effects. Bruising or swelling at the injection site. Some people had COVID-like symptoms, i.e. like a high fever, lack of energy. But none of the symptoms lasted more than a day. Okay. I would take a full day of high fever and muscle aches to get back to normal. Right. That seems like a fair compromise. Although I still kind of want to take the test to find out if I've already had it. Because I think I have and uh, I don't know. Either way, whatever they do, I hope that they make the right decisions ethically and practically. Yes. And me personally, because it's going to be every person's choice and nobody should judge other people for a choice that they make. Because there's people out there who are passionate that they're never going to get it. And, and, that's, and that's fine. fine. That's all you, don't need to, you don't need to post that, by the way, on Facebook for everyone to see. Your choice is your choice for sure. Yeah. I don't mind telling you, I've never had a flu shot. Yeah. When it comes to vaccinations, all I've ever had are the ones you get when you're a kid with the mm-hmm. booster shots and stuff for the measles, mumps, rubella, and whooping cough and all that sort of shit. I haven't had any of the modern vaccines, and until now, I was okay with it. This one, I don't know if COVID is the threat they say it is, but I'm just going to get the shot to minimize the fucking around when I want to go somewhere or travel. So that's my theory on that. Mm. And if I have to go down to the States or over to the UK to get a shot... I'm doing it. I'll be that vaccination tourist guy in the same way people come here to have their babies because our health care is world class and free. I think I'm going to go over there and get a needle stuck in me. (laughs) Do it. And I am a British citizen. So that's cool, too. What was the move my mouse thing that you brought up the other day? People have been asking me about that. Okay, so this is insane because you and I don't really work in an area where this would be a thing, I think. I don't believe that our company has a way to tell if you're active or not when you're on your computer. But a lot of of places that have their, their employees working remotely right now in different companies have a way to find out if you're active or not. And basically what you have to do is... I think it's pretty fair. I mean, if you're at work, they can supervise you. So why not, if you're at home right now and everyone's trying to stay healthy and stay home, they they have the ability to monitor you as well. So that's the case here with these active logs. And basically, it's an install on the computer. It's a company computer. You're to use that computer. So right away, they know if you're active or not. So they can tell, hey, uh, uh, Scott there, uh, you went on a break here from 10.35 a.m. and I didn't see you active until 1 p.m. What the fuck is up with that, right? Well, that's a long break. Yeah. So you're able to log your lunch and log your pee breaks and everything else, but they just need to have that clear. That said, there's a program on the back end that you can install, and people are installing this, that's called Move Your Mouse. The program is just that. It makes you seem active on your computer, even if you're away from your computer. And does it, will, it just move it, or does it actually yes. click things? It will move. I don't know if it will actively click, but it will move around. And, and basically, the, the software that's in place now, which, oh, shit, they're definitely going to look back on and go, let's fix this. The software in place now to track employees basically only tells if you're moving your mouse and opening pages and closing pages. Will this software, Move My Mouse, will safely on your computer without activating anything crazy, just basically and simply move your mouse around. Maybe they open and close dialog boxes. Like, I can't figure out exactly what they do, but it's a program that you can install to make it seem like you're there. The worst part, the part about it that shocked, that didn't really surprise me too much that it was available to people. That's kind of messed up if you do it. The part that blew my mind is that, and in this particular case I'm talking about, engineers, smart people, engineers installed these on their work computers, not realizing their supervisors 
can see the programs installed on the computers. <laughs> like, riddle me you this. Idiot. How many diplomas do you have? How stupid is that? What a dumb move. They're going to cheat. You make sure you cheat right, at least. <laughs> They're not even doing that. So anyway, there were, um, yeah, there was a lot of, a lot of trouble with that. There continues to be a lot of trouble with that, apparently. How fucking dumb are you? Yeah, that's pretty stupid, right? Well, what's funny is they probably installed that and thought they were just the most clever person in the world. Yeah. Ha ha, I beat the system. Fuck them. Only to find out the company would know the whole time that you did that. A lot of companies don't allow you to install software on their computers. Yeah, of exactly course right. they're going to know. Yeah. Oh, these idiots. Hey, you know what? I mean, I'll tell you the honest to God truth. I fucking love working from home. I've got a great studio, which I put a lot of investment into, but it's great to be able to work from home. I don't take that for granted at all. The fact that I get to be here and and work in my sweats every day and just go downstairs and grab something to eat if I'm hungry or make my own coffee, that's awesome. I'm not doing anything to screw that up. I'm sure as shit. Not going to go to my boss and slap him in the face by trying to get away with something like not actually working. And how about you get paid a lot? I know you do because you're an engineer. I just it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me that people would do this. But anyway, that's an actual issue that they're dealing with right now. That's crazy. You know, it's kind of funny for a second there. I thought you were talking about me making a lot. (laughs) Oh, well, you too. I think that's assumed. Maybe people do assume that. You can Google how much a radio DJ makes. If anybody does that, you'll probably be pretty shocked at what you find. Some people out there think, oh, yeah, it's just a regular run-of-the-mill job. It's not particularly hard. Radio people probably don't make a lot of money. Other people think, oh, they're a celebrity. They probably get paid millions. Um, Cat does. Most radio people don't. <laughs> Me? All right. Yeah, okay. Okay. Let's put your new house on cribs and people can judge for themselves how well you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite. Can we talk about Justin Bieber for a second, his interview on Ellen? Yeah, sure. Justin was, Justin's been on Ellen, I think, more than anybody else has been on Ellen. And Ellen lately has taken some bad publicity. So I think this, this was a very important interview. And by the way, it was an in-person interview, which you don't see a lot of right now. They were distanced, da, da, da. But um, he went on the show to talk to her for the first time in, in a little while, and they got talking about a subject that's, I don't know if I would bring up personally, but Ellen knows Justin on another level. So she knew, and she was comfortable with asking about kids, and he seems to be pretty open about that. How many kids are you going to have, and when? I'm going to have uh, as many as Haley is wishing to push out. Mm-hmm. I'd love to have myself a little tribe, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it's her body and whatever she wants to do. Does she want a lot? She wants, I think she wants to have a few. What are y'all waiting for? What's, well, you know you love kids. You, you're so good with kids. Thank you for saying that. What's I, the hold up? I think the issue, there's not really an issue, um, but I think Haley still has some things she wants to accomplish um, as a woman, and I think she just wants to, um, yeah, I think she just is not ready yet. I think that's okay. I think that's fantastic. That's, you know what? I was hoping that was the answer because I know how much you love kids and you're going to be such a great dad. Thank you. But um, I think that's really important because how old is she? Uh, She's 24. Yeah. No, she should wait until she's ready and get everything done that she wants to get done. That's fantastic. You know, listening to that and, and Justin said the right things. It's her body. It's up to her. Although we can discuss that part in just a sec. But it's her body, her choice. Okay. Yeah. 
But as he was talking, I kept thinking to myself, oh, shut up. Stop right there. You Don't say anymore. about that? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, dude, you are on the edge of the cliff and one wrong statement is going to fuck you forever. Stop. Oh. Don't say anything else. Right. All you have to do is say, you know what? That's a, a decision that Haley needs to make and you need to ask her. That would have been perfectly fine. He did expand a little bit, which is good. He gave the right answer. But I was really worried he was going to put his foot in his mouth there. Holy yeah. shit. I was right. nervous for him. It's amazing. First of all, I'm, I'm actually kind of glad to hear, although it's not in my business. They can do whatever the hell they want. But I'm glad to hear that, that Haley is, is, is standing up for herself and saying not right now. And it is her body, her choice. But also, it's so nerve-wracking for me. I don't ask people about kids. If I know someone just got married, and you and I both know people who just got married, I will not ask. I just won't. Just because I've had so many friends who have struggled with trying to get pregnant, for example. And it's a touchy subject for some people. Others hate hearing it no matter what, even if they they don't want kids. You know, um, my sister-in-law and her husband are one of those. They just never wanted them. They, they'll probably still get harassed if you ask them. They got married several years ago and had said in the beginning, I, I don't think we want kids. And good for you for making that choice, first of all. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, you know, like stand up for it. Don't do it just because everyone else is doing it. I don't believe everyone is meant to have kids. I truly don't. But asking the question, that could go any way. And asking him the question about it is, again, Ellen knows him, so I'm sure it was different. And maybe they had talked about it not on the record kind of thing before. And he's been pretty open about it thus far. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was uh, I was happy to hear the answer. I'm with you. He, he answered very well. And, yeah, man, you're, she's 24. Like, Enjoy yourself. Do stuff. Yeah, there's as a no couple. rush there, guys. Enjoy no. all that money and that freedom because yes. it does change when you have kids. Sure. Yes, it but does. That was one of the things, though, that stood out to me was how they were both talking about how final it was. Almost like it's the end of of a chapter when you have kids. And I don't know that I would necessarily look at it like that. You know, saying, well, you know, she's still got some things she wants to accomplish. Does that mean that? Because she's a model, she wants to do all her modeling type shit before Maybe. she puts her body through that? Maybe. Or does that mean, oh, no, she'll be a stay-at-home mom and career's over? Because that was kind of the way it came off in part of that. See, and I do think it's a new chapter. I do. That's just the way that I – like. but everyone's going to answer this question differently based on their own life experience, right? You're not going to be able to say, my decision um, is the worst or my decision is the best because it all depends on who you are and what you want to accomplish in life. Some people were like put on this planet. I truly believe to be a parent and they're, they're amazing at it. Others, um, you know, maybe it, you know, it, nobody's perfect at it for sure, but others don't want to do that right away. They want to experience all kinds of things. To me, it is a new chapter. I can't do anything the exact same as I did before without having them always in the back of my mind as it yep. should be they're always right. in the back of my mind i'm not just going to book a well if these times were normal let's put this at a time if times were normal situation i'm not not just booking a flight and taking off and maybe uh taking a job opportunity if you and i were like hey, told to go to new york city i can't just do all those things i don't just do all those things based on my which by the way we don't have that on, on just to be on record i'm just giving extreme examples um hey but, uh, new york if you're listening <laughs> we're open to talking I'll talk to Kat. Don't worry. I'll I'll, I'll bring her around. Don't get me wrong. I mean, for a certain amount of money, I'll say yes, absolutely. (laughs) But, you know, like there's certain you don't live your same life every single day. I make I make choices and a lot of them are based on, okay, what works for me because I am a parent now. And I'm not saying that in a negative way at all. These are this is the best decision I made for sure. It's my favorite chapter so far, but it's different. I do agree. It is different. And I hope that, you know, live it up for sure. Live it up right now.
Hey, let me ask you one question because you brought up an interesting point about that. When you do travel, will you travel with your husband or will you take separate flights? I will. Yeah, I will. I never even thought uh, against doing that. I, I would travel with my husband. Yeah. So you two are going to Vegas for a long weekend. Kids are with your parents. Everything is good. You two would actually go on the same plane. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Ugh. You know, it's kind of like when um, they talk about the the government. The president and the vice president never fly together. Major corporations, the board of directors don't fly on the same flight most of the time. Because if the plane goes down, that's it. Uh-huh. I actually had that discussion with my then wife about that. Like, um, I don't know if it's a good idea for us to be on the same plane. Now, having said that, that was mainly because I wanted to go and drink in the Air Canada Lounge for a little longer. (laughs) Okay. Can I bring up a point, though, for you to think about? Sure. When you're adding two flights instead of one to your excursion, aren't you just doubling the chances that one of them could go down? You're Like, what if both of you were on the flight that didn't go down? Okay, but if one does go down and we're both on it, then we're fucked. Yeah, exactly. You take a fucking chance. You're more likely to get killed at the fucking resort. Why don't you think about that for a second? Oh, (laughs) shit. Believe me, I'm so on guard when I'm in the Caribbean. I'm with you. (laughs) I'm looking over my shoulder all the fucking time. It freaks me out. It freaks me out to think about that. Although I do miss all-inclusives. I don't know about you. I just, I'd love to... I was really sick of them before the pandemic. I was done. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not doing another all-inclusive. But honestly, I, I miss that. But I want the freedom to do everything I want to do. And right now, you just can't do that. LGBTQ squared lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, transsexual, two-spirit. Queer questioning. Huh. I did that. Good. Good for you. Thank you. Uh, listen, this comes up because of Elliot Page. Yes. And maybe you're wondering, who the fuck is Elliot Page? Elliot Page is now Elliot Page, but was known to us as Ellen Page. Yes. And the whole thing scares me talking about it. Okay. Well, let me give you the the Coles notes of the facts. Do people say Coles notes? I don't know. Let me just give you the facts of this. Um, So, yes, Ellen Page is transgender. Um, Ellen is now Elliot So he will go by the name Elliot with the pronouns of he, him, or they, them as well. Um, In a post on both Twitter and Instagram, he says, I feel overwhelming gratitude for the incredible people who have supported me along this journey. I can't begin to express how remarkable it feels to finally love who I am enough to pursue my authentic self. So Elliot, by the way, is married to Emma Portner. I wasn't sure if um, he was married or not um, and first came out as gay back in 2014. You might remember that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're afraid to talk about it. Why? Because you don't want, you're just afraid that what you say might get discombobulated or, or what? Yeah. People nitpick the shit out of things and they go out of their way to try and find fault in what you say. And listen, I just want to make it very clear on behalf of a lot of people that it's really easy to mix up your pronouns. It's very, very easy to fall into an old habit. Uh, Sam Smith is a perfect example. He is what? Two-spirit? Is that – or sorry, I shouldn't even say he. Sam Smith is two-spirit? He's not – They, sorry, them. Damn, damn it. I did it again. Yeah. Um, and, and from time to time, I'll say the wrong thing like I just fucking did unintentionally. Yeah. And yeah. people jump all right. over you for that. And I just want to say it's not intentional. 
For a lot of people, there are some people who hear stories like this and just don't understand it and they write it off and they get all huffy and stuff like that and whatever. That's not us. But occasionally it's going to come out the wrong way and people shouldn't freak out about that right away. I'm sure even Elliot would agree that it does take some getting used to. Mm-hmm. We can't just say Elliot Page and expect that everybody knows, oh, from Juno and and all the other roles that you might know Elliot Page from when Elliot Page was Ellen Page. There's That's an right. adjustment period there. Yeah, for sure. And you know what? We went through it with a Caitlyn Jenner. Yes. Right? Now we say Caitlyn Jenner and everybody knows who Caitlyn Jenner is. And in the beginning, that was there was a transition, much like the physical transition. There was a transition for all of us that we went through. Uh, with Sam Smith, it's a great example just because, I mean, we know there's a lot of people who use pronouns they and them. I also screwed it up once, Scott, by the way, on the radio, and I corrected myself after the fact. It was right after they transitioned, or they, sorry, they said that they wanted to use the pronouns they, them, that I said him because... Uh, Sam Smith at the time was releasing an album and I was talking about it. So, you know, and I corrected myself, but nothing is intentional. It's absolutely right. And and don't forget, Scott, don't worry too much because you and I are in the majority where we are learning about it, right? We are doing our best. And I hope most people who hear stories like this, because this is the point of it, okay? We are doing our best to learn about it. And talking about it, which we did on our morning radio show, for example, is one step toward that, one step toward people. Now, I don't think just a story is going to make people fully understand, but it brings it more attention, which makes it more of, you know, you know, out there. I don't want to say the norm, but for people to understand it a little better. Um, for And I'll give you an example of what I mean. I posted the story on our radio station Facebook page and someone was like, why are you using a photo, you know, pre-transition? That's rude. He'd probably be upset. Well, first of all, by the way, in case you're wondering, Elliot Page has not posted any recent photos where it's any different from the previous photos from a few months ago. There's nothing new there for us to use from him, just to make it perfectly clear. But that's the example of jumping down the throat before you really know anything. And also, everyone's doing their best here. We have the story up. Like, isn't that enough that we are trying to bring this to light and shine a light on it so everybody realizes and knows? And as time goes on, like everything else, like when it first became a thing, when people come out of the closet, oh my gosh, now it's barely, it barely makes news. People don't give a shit. They're like, good for you, man. And also, if you do have a- do what makes you happy. Do what makes you happy. If you have a problem with something too, I don't understand how these people can ignore so many things in a day. Do you know how many things in a day we ignore, but you can't just look at that story and scroll past without giving your two fucking uneducated sense? It drives me insane. But anyway, good for you, Elliot Page. I'm sure that was a very tough, you know, decision to- to come forward and do it. And for those wondering about transitioning, it's not an easy thing. It's not like I can say to you, oh, from now on, I want to be, you know, a a, a man. And then it's poof, it's done. That is a long physically endure. Now, I don't know exactly what he's personally going to go through. But for example, um, someone who fully transitions, that's a long process with a lot of doctors involved. This isn't a split second decision. There's a lot that goes into it and continues to go into it. Plus, they take a lot of they take a lot of heat. They take a lot of flax. Laverne Cox, I'll mention quick because I don't want to spend too much time on this, too. But Laverne Cox, just look at the story most recently about what Laverne Cox went through on the street when she was just walking with a friend. Just absolutely verbally harassed. For what reason? The, this man just fucking attacked Laverne Cox, who's on Orange is the New Black, for those that don't know. Thank you. I was wondering, who the Sorry. fuck is that? That's, yeah, yeah, she's an <laughs> awesome, awesome actress. She's on Orange is the New Black. Um, and, you know, she doesn't hide the fact that she used to be male. She's even put out photos out there. But someone obviously either recognized her or maybe didn't recognize her and just decided to fucking attack her in the middle of public. 
carry on with your fucking life. That is that harming anyone? It has nothing to do no, with you. It has nothing to do with you. That part bugs me. And there still might be things that I don't fully understand that I don't fully know. But I'm not going to be a fucking moron and yell about it. And I don't get it. Like, take the time to learn. And if you still don't like it after you learn, that's totally fine. But can't you just move along like all the other things you ignore in a day? Move along. Forget it. You don't need to stop for a second and comment on a fucking Facebook page. Ugh. All right. A couple other stories in the news. Uh, Far-right anti-LGBTQ representative of parliament in Europe. He's from Hungary, but he's part of the European parliament was just busted for participating in a massive gay orgy with 24 other dudes in Belgium on Friday night. What? What? This is one of those guys who's very anti-gay, anti-LGBTQ, doesn't like uh-huh. it, doesn't understand it, the whole uh-huh. nine yards, want, doesn't support increasing rights, doesn't want to do anything, just doesn't like it. I don't like the gays. <laughs> That's what it is. This fucking guy went to an, an all-male, 24-person, yep. cocks-out type orgy in Belgium on Friday yes. night. Which he got busted at because cops went in because they were violating COVID-19 protocols. Uh-huh. You asshole. Listen, it's one thing to violate the COVID protocols and get together with uh, 23 other guys. It's a complete other thing when all 24 of you are doing sex shit in public, basically. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that amazing, though? And, and and proof's in the pudding sometimes. Because some of these people that go on these anti-gay rants, you wonder. You wonder. I don't know. I don't know about you guys. I've been there before where I've seen people so openly attack. And I wonder, is it because you secretly want to be at a 24-man orgy? Maybe. Maybe you do. And this is kind of proof to me. You know, it's right up there with the old expression is true. Doth do protest too much. That's right. That's you know? right. You yeah. know, when you just go way too over the top trying to seem like it's That's, wrong. Yeah. Nailed you're it. To cover something up. Nailed it. Pun and intended. An, an, uh, <laughs> what do you do at a 24 guy orgy? I'm confused as well. That's very overwhelming. That's a lot of dicks just, just. I don't know. Do you just does like does everyone involved or is there like a corner kind of like at a football practice where there's like a Gatorade set up so people are like taking a break over here having some Gatorade and the electrolytes don't refresh themselves, cat. <laughs> That's right. You need something. Is there a oh? Is one of them a water boy? Sexy, right? Sure, I suppose. <laughs> just hosing people I don't down. Know. I've never been to one. Just hosing people down in between. But that's the thing: is our imaginations could just run run wild with that. Um, let's do a quick update here on another story that we brought you. I think it was last week. The people who attended that, uh, swingers event in new Orleans. Remember that? Yes. 41 of them who attended the event have now tested positive for COVID-19. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for that. And guess what? This orgy story you just told previous to this one might be the same case. We it's entirely be- possible. <laughs> Can you get COVID through semen? <laughs> I think it's just respiratory, right? It, they're breathing. Think about it. How do you fuck without breathing all over someone? <laughs> it's everywhere. Oh, jeez. Drake has got a scented candle-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So there's not one, but five cents. One of them, though, apparently smells just like Drake. And I'm curious. I want to smell this thing. Um, let me explain about this scent. First, I'll go into the Drake scent. I'll tell you guys about the other scents in a sec. Carby Musk features notes of musk, ambers, cashmere, suede, 
and velvet. And they say this one is the one that actually smells like Drake. It's the personal fragrance he wears, which, it, which by the way, inspired the Better World Fragrance House. That is who is selling these candles. There are five in total. They retail for 48 bucks a pop, except for Carby Musk. The one that smells like Drake is $80. Fuck uh, off. $80 for, for a candle. For a candle. And a single wick. This isn't like one of those massive tumblers that you can buy at like Yankee, for example. This is a not a big... I'm going to... I'll find the ounce, uh, the, the size for you so we know in ounces. But Carby Musk is the name. Good thoughts. There's a Muskoka, which sounds really nice. Kind of woodsy. Sweeter Tings and Williamsburg Sleepover. Those are the names. They, by the way, sold out in like minutes. Hmm. Minutes. I'm not surprised. I mean, anything with Drake affiliation is going to be popular. I totally get that. But this is $80 for a fucking candle. And we don't know what Drake smells like. I mean, I've been close to Drake a few times. So have you. I don't know if you actually smelled him. But the one time that I was like face to face doing a, a good interview with him, I was also with Richard Branson at the time. And I can tell you one of them smelled like weed, like you wouldn't believe And it actually wouldn't surprise me if it was Richard Branson and not Drake. But uh, when I think Drake-scented candle, I think probably uh, private jets, nightclub, weed, and probably lube or something like that. Really? I think he would smell lovely. Like, it's just the the, his latest look with his turtleneck and he's very proper looking, very preppy almost, if I may say, Drake. I bet you he smells lovely. And like Malizia cologne or something like that. Yeah, like just a just a light spritz though. He doesn't put it on too heavy, I bet you. Oh, I don't think so. I think he puts it on a lot. You think so? Yep. And he, whatever cologne he wears, you know he's got the whole fucking set too, right? Like it's not enough just to spritz on some some Calvin Klein. He's also got like the bar of soap and he's washing his balls with it and the whole nine yards. Like he is going all out, full commitment to whatever scent he's wearing. Oh, and real quick, I'll ask you this question because this question came in over text. Scott, if you lit Drake's candle uh-huh. and then you lit Gwyneth Paltrow's This Smells Like My Vagina candle and put them in the same room, when you walk into that room a few minutes later, what does it smell like? Dirty sex. Dirty sex. Yep. Yeah. That would smell like dirty yeah. sex. Like yeah. you guys have been doing this a lot longer than most people do. It's uh, time to take a break here, guys. I bet Go you shower up and, and start over again. No, I bet you it smells light and airy and good. You think? Yeah, just based on these descriptions, it smells like uh, it, it smells like a like a sorority, like a like a really nice like sorority house or something like that. Just sense of like really a rich sorority house. I don't know. That's a weird description, but I bet you it smells really nice. Huh. Last thing we're going to touch on here for the podcast, and we don't even have time to go into it. So we're just going to give you the story. And then whatever DMs we get on this, we'll come back to tomorrow if anybody wants to weigh in on it. Woman wants to know if she's an asshole. I love these threads. Here's the scenario. Her parents, like many people are right now, to be perfectly honest with you, just did their will. We're in the middle of a global pandemic. It makes sense to have laid out what your final arrangements are going to be. So parents did up their will and they sat their daughter down. They said to her, here's the story. We're leaving everything to your brother. Really, all we've got is the house. And we're leaving him the house. Here's why. You are well off. You're doing great. You've got a good job and a steady income and you don't have any debt. You're good. Your brother's had a hard time, struggles, hasn't been able to keep a job. 
He has debt, no savings. He needs it more than you do. Hmm. So we're leaving the house to him. Just want you to know. This woman's like, well, that doesn't seem right. Just because I'm successful, I don't get any of their estate. Does she have a point or is the parent's prerogative what should matter here the most? Oh, do you want me to answer now or do you want me to wait? Just give me a quick synopsis on how you're feeling or what the different possible perspectives are. I automatically think this sounds unfair. I obviously don't know all the details to what the inner workings of this family. And I know every family is different. But to me, it's always been either 50-50 or if one kid's really struggling, you have to kind of come to a a compromise. You know, if that was me, I feel like I would figure something else out. I would figure there's another solution. I would like to help my child that is struggling. I know I have a successful child, but I also don't want to punish this successful child for being successful like that's what it seems like it just seems so unfair to her she's worked her ass off to get there how do we know he hasn't done it like how do we know what he's done you know maybe he's pissed it all away and people do that and they make mistakes but the parents seem to kind of favor this child in order for them to just say nah fuck it you don't get anything he's gonna get the house is he responsible enough to own that house do you know that there's bills that go along with it i would have come up with another compromise even if you want to help him out guess what she gets the house she gets control of the house you get to live in it though but she gets to control everything. And if she says it gets it has to be sold and the profits split 50-50, then that's what happens. But don't give them this house straight up. That's what it, that's what I that's how I feel. That's a rough take though. Okay, so yeah, you're gonna get the house, but you have to be a landlord for as long as your brother wants you to. That's a weird one for me. I don't know if you can really saddle somebody with that kind of responsibility. Um, at the end of the day, your estate is your estate and you can do whatever you want with it. Now, me personally, I couldn't imagine any division between my kids other than 50, 50, they both get the same amount. However, in this case, do they have a point? You know, I mean, you don't have this money right now and I assume you're not hoping that we die. So you're not planning on having this money right now. So you don't need that money. He needs the money now and will likely still need it when we do eventually pass away. So we're leaving it to him because he needs it and you don't. In the same way that if the if you had a job and he was unemployed, which seems like is the situation, they wouldn't just go and hand her uh, 20 grand because she doesn't need it. But he might need it to get a down payment on a house or something. It just goes a lot further for bringing their kids to the position they'd like to see both their kids in if they leave it to him so on that we're going to end it right there maybe you're hopping mad and think this is outrageous maybe you think "Eh, that's probably the right call you can weigh in if you want dm us at scott fox on air or at cat on air remember that's cat with a k instagram's easy for us uh fuck facebook and (laughs) you can still send on facebook we just hate facebook (laughs) if you want to ruin our day completely absolutely (laughs) sure go ahead yeah fine We love opening up a separate app just for that. Um, No, I'm kidding, guys. Thank you a lot for listening. And again, thank you to everybody who tagged us in your most listened to podcast section from Spotify. That's great. We will catch you right back here again tomorrow with another edition of After 9. 
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. <laughs> and Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.